Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is some future prophecies of America. And these come from the most reliable source, that is the King James Bible. And if you stay with, stay with me to the end, you will be very impressed with what the Bible says about the future of America. I'm going to say you will be startled several times at the things it's about to tell us. For example, it tells us, when Israel and Judah become one nation, it'll happen during that time, which happened in 1948, which hadn't happened for over 2,000 years. When Israel seeks their Lord, that has not happened either. And the enemies that attack us will say, we offend not, because they have sinned. And of course, 20 years ago, that wasn't true. 40 years ago, it certainly wasn't true. But today, yeah, that's true. Christians will be told to leave. That has not happened yet. I do not think that we need to be leaving America yet, but I do believe that there will be a mass exodus when the Spirit of the Lord starts telling Christians all across the land to leave, and we will be leaving like rats leaving a sinking ship. Then many nations from the north will attack. The missiles will not miss. Yes, the Bible says that specifically. The missiles will not miss. And America will never be inhabited ever, ever, ever again through all eternity. Her walls shall fall. Now, of course, 10 years ago, we didn't have much in the way of walls. Today, oh yeah, we do. During harvest time, it specifically says harvest time. When Nebuchadnezzar returns, which I believe is the Antichrist, the beast, when massive amounts of oil have been discovered in Israel, which has not happened yet, in my opinion, it will be a surprise attack. America will be destroyed in one hour. American cities will be burned. Our cattle will be killed. An enemy leader will command his people to say, let none of them escape. All of this comes from Jeremiah 50, just the first 32 verses. Now, if you have watched up to this point, then I have to remind you about Ezekiel 33.6. It starts at 30, 33.4. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet, and taketh not warning if the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, and took not warning. His blood should be upon, upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. So those people that listen to God's warning, good shape. But... For those people that heard the warning, and they were watchmen, and they did not pass the warning along, it's pretty stiff. But if the watchmen see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will require at the watchman's hand. Meaning, if we know that God has spoken, and some kind of judgment is coming, and we don't pass it along, we're going to have to answer for that. I don't want to have to answer for that. So, let's go on. As you recall, Dimitri Dudeman was, he sat on the electric chair twice, five months of torture, just to be qualified to hear what I'm about to read. The angel said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems, then from the oceans, Russia, that's a northern country, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack. The Russians bombard America, and America will burn, 1984, Dmitry Dudeman. 
Then, lastly, Johnson was given several more headlines, which I'll let you read. I'm just going to breeze past them, but you should pause this and read them. If You should have them written down. Then, April 15, 2002, she was given some specific headlines that lead to the fall of America. One of them is that oil would be discovered in Israel, and that ties in with what we're about to talk about today. Then, Chris Reed, March 25th of 2022, was given 10 newspaper headlines. If you look down at the bottom, it also talks about an internal revolution. Now, with that in mind, let's go to the scriptures. We'll start at Jeremiah 50, verse 1. And the word of the Lord spake against Babylon and came and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Now, some used to say, oh, well, this is not talking about the modern Babylon. This is not talking about America. This is talking about Babylon back in the days of Nebuchadnezzar some over 3,000 years ago. Well, uh, Vicky Goforth Parnell specifically was told, Dimitri Dudeman was told, that God has named us the Mystery of Babylon. Specifically, why did you call it the Mystery of Babylon? Because she fell away from God. Because Babylon means confused. And right now, we are a nation confused about, well, are you male or female? Who is God? We're just a confused nation because we walked away from Jesus. And then what about the Chaldeans? Well, apparently he's also called us the land of the Chaldeans. Declare among the nations and publish and set up a standard. Now, when the Bible says set up a standard, it's saying I'm holding up my word. How are you doing about carrying and obeying my word? And that means judgment is coming soon. So when they say that, it's saying judgment's coming. Publish and conceal not. Say Babylon is taken. Baal, as in Moloch and Baal, that's what it's really talking about. Baal is confounded. So it's saying that our nation is run by Baal, people that worship Baal, and they are confounded. They are confused. Merodach is taken and, be- and, and broken in pieces, and her idols are confounded. Her images are broken in pieces. So when the Russians come in and attack America, one of the things they're going to do is to destroy all of the Moloch and Baal images. Yeah, I know you'd say, well, there aren't any of those images up right now. I'll agree. But apparently they're going to start going up. And it's probably also specifically talking about those people that worship those gods. For out of the north there cometh, if I can read today, for out of the north there cometh up a nation against her, which shall make her land desolate. Well, if you go up north of America, what do you find? Canada. But keep going. What do you run into? And that would be Russia. And that's what the prophecies say in many places. I mean, the prophets, as well as the Bible, say Russia will attack and defeat America in one hour. And none shall dwell therein. They shall remove, they shall depart, both man and beast. Why? Because there's nuclear radioactivity, and the place is not inhabitable anymore. Everybody has to leave for radiation. Uh, If you look here you'll see that this is where the old Babylon used to be located, which going east, you run into the Medes or the Persians. Now, I show you that to show you that there's no one living there today, and that's what the Bible says. Also, there would be no one living in America anymore ever again. In those days, and in that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come, 
and they and the children of Judah together, means the two sticks will be one, which happened in 1948. Going and weeping, they shall go and seek the Lord their God. Now, has Israel sought the Lord their God? No. They're together, but they have not sought the Lord their God. No, not yet. So this is associated with when Israel turns to America. And that is, I believe, will start when the tribulation starts. They asked the way to Zion with their faces thitherward, saying, Come, let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. Israel has not said that yet. We have not seen any kind of mass repentance, mass revival, masses of Israel saying, we got to join ourselves together in a covenant. we got to all agree that we're going to turn back to the Lord. Has not happened. Bible says it's going to, though. But that's associated with the fall of America. My people have been a lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. And I believe, and I think most people would agree, that many of your rabbis that have told them, oh no, Jesus, he's, he's still in the grave. They just, they hid his body. And they have all sorts of other things, and they tell them, don't pay attention to Jesus, don't listen to the New Testament, don't believe any of that. And so they listen to the rabbis. And so it is upon the rabbis, uh, the blood of all of these people, that have not received Jesus. I'll read it again. My people have been a lost sheep. Their shepherds, the rabbis, have caused them to go astray. And they have turned them on the mountains, and they have gone from mountain to hill, and they have forgotten the resting place. In other words, they, like America, in a different way, the Israelis have forgotten the laws of their God. They've forgotten their God, and they've got it confused with the days of Moses. All that found them have devoured them. So if the time will come when anybody in America that can be found is going to be killed. It's going to say, slay them all. And their adversaries say, we offend not because they have sinned against the Lord. The Russians right now, I mean, just what, two days ago, Vladimir Putin did a nationwide speech where he was talking about all of the sins in America. One of the things he said is they can't make up their mind whether you're male or female. True. So our adversaries are saying they have sinned against the Lord. Exactly what the scriptures said would happen. We offend not because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of our fathers. Remove out of the midst of Babylon. In other words, there is a time coming that the Spirit of the Lord is going to speak to the hearts of Christians in mass. And Christians, as they were spoken to, to first move to this nation centuries ago, they will be spoken to and told to leave. And sad to say, only the really good Christians, really close to the Lord, that can hear his voice, which sad to say too, not too many of them that call themselves Christians really hear his voice. Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the he-goats before the flocks. Now the he-goats are the aggressive ones. He's saying, when I tell you to leave America, get aggressive about it, get out, get out quick, get out now. Ye that have escaped the sword, go away, stand not still. Remember the Lord afar off, afar off and let Jerusalem come into your mind. Now, let me explain what I did here. Okay, so here is Jeremiah 50, verse 8. So I jumped on over to verse 5150 to show you there is a time when the Spirit of God is going to speak to our heart and tell us to go specifically to Jerusalem. Now, you may be saying, what? 
wait a minute, that's where the Antichrist is. That's where the two witnesses are going to be. That's where Armageddon is. Yes, but that's also where God is going to protect those people that leave Jerusalem when they see the abomination of desolation. Now, another thing I wanted to point out, Revelation 18. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and they receive not of her plagues. Now, that has a double meaning. I believe, as I've said, there is a time when the Spirit of the Lord is going to tell Christians in mass, I mean by the thousands, perhaps the millions, to leave America. And obviously, you will be able to spot that time. But right now, he's not saying that. Right now, he's saying, come out of her. In other words, stop sinning. Don't sin. Don't be a part. Just because others are drinking at the table doesn't mean you do. Just because others are cussing doesn't mean you do. Just because others are unfaithful to their husband or their wife does not mean we are, okay? We live around them, but we don't live like them, okay? We come out from among them. Back to Jeremiah 50. For lo, I will raise up and cause to come up against Babylon, America, an assembly of great nations, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries, okay? We know the countries. An assembly of great nations from the North Country. Now, not all of those are from North, and I know I understand that, but they are, are, they are all led by the Russians, which is a nation north of America. And they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence she shall be taken. Now, let, let me back up also. You recall I showed you this map here. Okay, so... The old Babylon was overcome by the Medes and the Persians. Those were nations to the east of Babylon. But today, it's not talking about them. Today, it's talking about the nation as in Russia, the north country. They shall, so it's not talking about the old Babylon. It's talking about us today. Set themselves in array against her. From thence she shall be taken. Now, here's an important point. Their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. I pulled this article up. Russian Navy ship conducts simulated hypersonic missile launch off of U.S. East Coast. Electronic warfare jammed U.S. radar, phones, internet for 34 seconds. In other words, Russia has the ability to blind us, and then their missiles, they've They've said you can't shut them or shoot them down. They've openly said that. No one would say you can't shut my missiles down. You can't shoot them down unless you can't shoot them down. That would be a very arrogant statement. And that would be motivating the nation that can't shoot them down to get busy to the position where they can shoot them down. No one would say that, that that's not true. So when Russia says you can't shoot my missiles down, you better believe we can't shoot them down. And the article went on to say, for 34 seconds, our internet, our radar, our phones, all our electronics just went dead for 34 seconds while they did their... Now, this was a shot across the bow. Russia was saying, look it, we're serious about this. You better stop attacking us. And we are attacking Russia. We're sending, we're handing the rocks to... Ukraine, and then Ukraine is throwing the rocks at the Russians. So we are involved. And several reports have said that there are U.S. boots on the ground in Ukraine. Okay, Wouldn't you like to know the truth of it? 
Their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. That's America. All that spoil her shall be satisfied, saith the Lord. So those people that attack America are going to be well paid for it. They're going to steal everything we have. Because we were glad, because you rejoiced, O you destroyers of mine heritage, because you are grown fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls. Now, America was supposed to be the light on the hill, shining the gospel around the world. And we were once the nation that took the Bible to the world. We were the nation that used to send out all of the missionaries. And the people that got the gospel mostly got it from America. So it says, when we, because you were glad, because you rejoiced, O oh, you destroyers of mine heritage. So we are now the nation that takes the filth through our music, our movies, our, our lives, you know. I mean, the world learned about fornication and cussing and things like that from America. Destroyers, destroyers of his heritage. That specifically heritage is talking about Israel. So we know that America is going to turn against Israel, and when we do, God takes America out. Destroys of my heritage, because you have grown fat as the heifer at grass and bellow as bulls. What is that saying? Well, what is the wealthiest nation on the world? That would be America. What is the greatest nation? Ask anybody. Well, the greatest nation in human history is America. Well, that's what it's saying. It's another way of saying that. Because we've grown fat. I also think it's another way to say probably most of the fat people in the world, sad to say, not trying to be offensive here, probably are Americans. Uh, like, for example, uh, I was 10, 12, 15 years ago, Leslie and I had the opportunity to go and visit Japan. And after staying there for a week, the one thing we noticed for an entire week, seeing thousands of Japanese, we only saw one that was even slightly overweight. So today, I mean, when it says they've grown fat, <laughs> you know, Jenny Craig makes lots of money because we can't see to, uh, maybe I've said enough of that. <laughs> I've made my point, okay? Not trying to offend anybody. Uh, and by the way, I could probably, <laughs> I, I'd probably lose a few pounds myself. Okay, so. Your mother shall be sore confounded. Who's the mother of America? Well, you go back into Daniel chapter 7 and you find out that we are the eagle that came from the lion, so our mother is England. So your mother's going to be sore confounded. That means embarrassed, that word confounded. She that beareth you shall be ashamed. That's another way of saying that she is ashamed or embarrassed for how much sin is in America. I think that a lot of the Brits are ashamed of how filthy America has become. Behold, the hindermost of the nations, and of the nations that are superpowers today, America was the last one. The hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Why? Because nuclear bombs went off all over America. I mean, the Russians have, they claim, what, this is what they claim, probably they have more than this, they claim they have 8,000 nuclear bombs. If just five, if just one hit America, our life would be changed. But what if the top 100 cities were taken out? There you go. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited. Well, this wrath of the Lord, as I've told you, I think we've got my chart here. Let me bump to my chart. 
Now, this is the overall chart, and I'll quickly explain what I'm talking about here. Then we'll zoom in where you can understand it better. Okay, so there are seven feasts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They are Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits, Pentecost, Trumpets, Atonement, and Tabernacles. Then the prophecies that link to them are, are, are above. When the next time Jesus returns, he will return on first fruits. And then the angel, having the everlasting gospel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of judgment is coming all to that, takes place right after that. That's the everlasting gospel that takes place here. Then fifty, he resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys. They walk around with Jesus for 50 days. Then, according to what Vicki Parnell was told, and my understanding of it, then Babylon actually will fall. I probably should move this from here to here, but it's, it's almost simultaneous. As the bombs come down, we go up. No, that's not the rapture, because the rapture is saying that this is protection so you don't have to go through any trouble. Because by this time, most everybody that is a Christian is already dead. Most of the people who go to the marriage supper of the Lamb have already been killed. So the ones that are still alive that are ready, then they go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then four months later, we return with Jesus on white horses here for the Feast of Trumpets. Now let me zoom in a little closer. So Jesus returns here the next time at first fruits. The angel with the everlasting gospel flies through the midst of heaven. Then on Pentecost, associated with that is when America falls. We go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Then there's the Mark warning come out after that. Now let me back up here. All right. Your mother's sore confounded. I read that. Because of the wrath of the Lord, it shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Everyone that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all of her plagues. And that's what it's referring to here. Put yourselves in array against Babylon or America. Round about, all ye that bend the bow, shoot at her. Spare no arrows or spare no missiles. In other words, really hit her hard. For she has sinned against the Lord. Shout against her round about. She has given her hand. Now, that means that she has given her hand as in to filth. She's allowed filth to come into her, her marriages, her schools, her businesses. She's given her hand. Her foundations are fallen. She's fallen away from Jesus. They no longer go to church. They no longer read their Bible. They no longer pray. We used to be a praying nation. Her walls are thrown down. We didn't used to have a wall 10 years ago. We didn't have much of a wall. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Now, you see that word vengeance? If you look that up, almost every time that word vengeance appears in the Bible, it's associated with Armageddon and the fall of America. It is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her as she hath done do unto her. I looked this up. Here's another example of how that talks. that, that works. Revelation 18.6, reward her even as she rewarded you. Double a hundred double according to her works. In the cup that she has filled, filled to her double. Now let's back up. So it says, as she has done, and the answer to that done is, as she has killed Christians, give her blood to drink, for she is worthy. The angel of the water said, even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. But we'll skip that. Okay, next verse. Cut off the sower from Babylon. So this tells us when America is going to fall. What time of the year? 
and him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest. Now let's go back to my chart. This is the time of harvest, Feast of Trumpets. This is when Jesus returns, and this is also part of the harvest. The harvest begins here. This is the spring harvest. This is the fall harvest. So it's in the time of the harvest, and I believe the fall of America is going to be on about or around uh, the latter part of the year. Time of the harvest for the fear of the oppressing sword. They shall turn everyone to his people, and they shall flee everyone to his own land. Again, there's a time coming that the Spirit of the Lord is going to speak to American Christians to leave, and they will get out by the millions. Israel is scattered sheep. The lions have driven him away. First the king of Assyria hath devoured him, and last this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon hath broken his bones. Now, that's a real good point. So if this is not talking about the old Babylon, and it's not, then what are we doing with Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon being talked about in these scriptures? The answer is because he returns. He is even of them that was and is not and yet is because he ascends out of the bottomless pit and he becomes the Antichrist. I've covered this, have eight reasons well documented in my book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, which you can get at prophecyclub.com. But Nebuchadnezzar, during the fall, when America falls, the Antichrist, which is Nebuchadnezzar, will be on the earth. That's what it's saying. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land. Now, wait a minute. Is this the same thing? No, here it's talking about the Antichrist, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, as in the old Babylon. It's not talking about the new Babylon. It's not talking about America here. He's not saying he's going to be king of America. This, however, is saying, I will punish the king of America. So this one's referring to the Antichrist. When the Antichrist is around, America falls. And I will punish the king of America at that time, is what he's saying. And I will bring Israel against again to his habitation, back to his land. And by the way, they have not all returned yet. That's one of the things I want to do is when we hit oil in Israel, I want to buy an airline and bring Christians and Jews back to Israel from around the world. And he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan. By the way, that's how you pronounce it. I've been in Israel. I've heard how they pronounce those words. Carmel and Bashan. Now, I think it's interesting. He shall feed on Carmel and Bashan. I think it's talking about oil. And I've found over 30 verses that say in the last days, massive and massive oil will be found in Israel. But I'm not talking about that today, nor am I talking about where I'm going to drill. But I believe I've found these specific verse that tells me where to drill. In addition, Leslie had a dream that shows us where we are to drill. So we, we know where to drill. We're just waiting for the money to arrive. Anyway, let me, let me get on to the point here. So this is Mount Carmel. Okay, and I've been there. Overlooking from here across here is about 20 miles across there. And then it's saying that there's going to be oil in Bashan. There's going to be oil in Mount Carmel. Again, I'm not telling you where I'm going to be drilling yet. Let me back up to this verse. In those days and that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found, for I will pardon them whom I reserve. In other words, there is a massive revival in Israel. People turn their hearts to Israel, turn, turn their hearts back to God, 
and God forgives them. God just supernaturally wipes the sins of Israel away. It's his decision. He just wipes them away. And that, of course, happens just before Armageddon. Now, a sound of a battle is in the land, and a great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder? Who is the hammer of the old earth? Who is the nation that is the most powerful military force on the planet? That would be America. The hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken. How is Babylon in America become a desolation among the nations? I have laid a snare for thee, and thou art also taken, O Babylon, and thou wast not aware. Thou art found and caught, because thou hast striven or sinned against the Lord. The Lord has opened his armory and hath brought forth the weapons of his indignation. God gave Russia the weapons to attack and defeat us in one hour. For this is the work of the Lord, Lord God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come up against her from the uttermost border. Open her storehouses. That's the churches. I believe the churches will be burned. Cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Slay all her bullocks. That's kill all her cattle. Just as we did to the Indians, we killed their food source. We killed all of the buffalo. They're going to kill our food source, all of our cattle. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe unto them, for the day has come, the time of their visitation. The voice of them that flee and escape out of the land of Babylon to declare in Zion the vengeance of the Lord our God, the vengeance of his temple. So this is God doing this. Call together the archers against Babylon. All ye that bend the bow, camp against it round about. Let none thereof escape. In other words, when Russia attacks, Russia is going to issue orders, don't let any of the Americans live. Kill every, every one of them. Recompense her according to her work. According to all that she has done, she has sinned, do unto her. For she has been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. So when the Russians come, they come to attack because we have sinned, and they think that they are doing nothing wrong. Therefore, shall a young man fall in the streets, and all our men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord. Behold, I'm against thee, O thou most proud, that's America, saith the Lord of hosts, for the day is come, the time that I will visit thee. The most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up, and I will kindle a fire in his cities that would be nuclear, and should devour all round about him. So what do I suggest? I'd suggest if you have not asked Jesus to forgive your sins and to be your God, you better get after it. I would suggest that you do make plans to survive up until the point. I mean, when the Russian bombs go off, I mean, at that point, it's over. But there's going to be a lot of things coming up before then. I would suggest you get ready. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. It takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices, and if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it says everything we want, can sustain a person, one person for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you 
excellent nutrition. It tastes good. Long storage life. 10 minutes to combine the ingredients. 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. It's nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a climate-controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries. Put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. Joseph's Kitchen. So Terry Saka of CornerstoneAssetMetals.com, why should people call you today? Well, the COMEX, which is the exchange which runs the silver and gold price in America, has been found in silver to only have 35 million ounces left. That seems like a lot, but it is not. We are 200 million in the deficit for demand for industry. The time is now to start collecting your own physical supply before it gets a lot more expensive. So the supply is low, which means the price is going up. Right? And we'll have to eventually, with, be able to break this manipulation, no doubt. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Give them a call, start a dialogue, maybe open an account, and then let them help you decide what's best for you and your family. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. 